For Jamie, it's National Emo Day and a very happy birthday to Richard Hammond, Jake Gyllenhaal, Chris Angel, and Elisa Milano. It's been another busy weekend of industrial action across the UK and the disruption isn't likely to end anytime soon with at least one strike planned every day between now and Christmas. But as progress stalls in talks with health unions to avert further strikes, CEO of the NHS Confederation, Matthew Taylor, says it's time for the government to take a more pragmatic approach. It is possible to make progress here and it's slightly dispiriting, I think, to hear what seems to be an emphasis upon winning arguments rather than resolving the challenges that we face. Meanwhile, with legislation reportedly in the works which could ban certain sectors from striking, former Labour leader Jeremy Corbyn's been reminding us of what could have been. He joined the picketing nurses outside Great Ormond Street Hospital last week and says the government should be supporting the strikers. What road are we going down where they reach for authority and power rather than listening to the people who we all rely on? And as the government faces criticism over its decision to ignore the advice of NHS pay review boards, Oliver Dowden's been trying to justify their stance on negotiations. Actually, by following the pay review body recommendations, we're giving some of the highest pay settlements for 20 years. Now, of course, I know everyone across the public and private sector is struggling. Saturday saw the leaders of Azerbaijan, Georgia, Romania and Hungary sign an agreement to construct an electric cable under the Black Sea which will supply green Azerbaijani energy to Europe. It's all part of the European Union's drive to cut down reliance on Russian energy supplies and it's hoped the project will be completed within six years. Here's European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen talking about the agreement at an energy summit in Bucharest. To integrate a growing share of renewables, we need indeed stronger electricity interconnections. Meanwhile, in a shocking turn of events, FIFA refused Ukrainian President Zelensky's request to air a message of peace ahead of Sunday's World Cup final. The video address was intended to spotlight the war in Ukraine, with Zelensky having made a similar speech ahead of this year's Grammys. But with FIFA refusing to allow any politics into the tournament, yeah, right, the Ukrainian leader had to release his message on social media instead. There are no champions in war. There can be no draw. So I announced the initiative to hold a global peace formula summit this winter, the summit to unite all nations of the world around the cause of global peace. Heartbreaking news from Iran as a video emerged of 23-year-old protester Majid Reza Ranavad speaking ahead of his execution by the state last Monday. Majid Reza is at least the second protester to have been hanged following the death in custody of Masa Amini and the first to have been publicly executed. In a short video filmed before his death and released on Friday, a blindfolded Majid Reza expressed his dying wishes. I don't want anyone to mourn on my grave. I don't want them to read the Quran or pray. Just celebrate and play celebrating music. Elsewhere in Iran, one of the country's most famous actresses, Tarani Ali Dusti, has been arrested just days after criticising the use of the death penalty against protesters. Speaking after the news of her arrest broke, US State Department spokesperson Vendant Patel condemned the situation. We are gravely concerned that authorities reportedly continue to kill more of their own people uh, in an effort to suppress peaceful protests. 
Sunday saw Japan launch a protest after North Korea test-fired a pair of ballistic missiles which travelled more than 300 miles to land in the water between Japan and the Korean Peninsula. While no damage has been reported, North Korea has conducted an unprecedented number of missile tests this year and Japan's Vice Defence Minister Toshiro Ino says it is becoming a threat. North Korea's series of rapidly escalating provocations threatens the peace and security of Japan, the region and the international community and must not be tolerated. And Japan has lodged a strong protest with North Korea through our embassy in Beijing and strongly condemned their actions. Still to come on the Smart 7, Argentina are champions of the world and many drivers got a frog in her throat right after this. Welcome back. Sunday saw the grand final to the 2022 World Cup in Qatar as Argentina took on reigning champions France. Argentina were leading 2-0 going into the final 10 minutes of regular time and looked set to be taking home the title. But two goals in two minutes from Kylian Mbappe forced the game into extra time. It was then on to penalties after the French star netted a third time to cancel out Lionel Messi's extra time goal. But the greatest of all time kept his call to lead Argentina to a 4-2 victory on spot kicks. ITV's commentary team got pretty emotional. Leo Messi joins the Immortals with his mixture of mesmerising mischief and magnificence. It was such a dramatic game, Roy Keane was even happy to let Argentina manager Lionel Scaloni have a little dance after the game. Dance all you want. <laughs> <laughs> dance, and I, I'll, they'll be dancing at the hotel tonight. Yeah. Dance, dance for the next 10 years. Circle of Friends star Mini Driver sat down with Jonathan Ross this week for a festive edition of his chat show. While she was there, the 52-year-old talked about ageing in the acting industry and described how she met her partner following a devastating California wildfire. She also told an adorable story from early in her career when she first worked with Robert De Niro on the set of Sleepers. I felt completely impossible to call Robert De Niro Bob. So I usually used to cough before I'd speak to him because I was so... I'd just be like... <clears throat> Are we going to rehearse the scene um, before lunch, do you think? When we wrapped, he gave me a really big box of cough drops and he was like, I, I sure hope you get that, that, that cough. <laughs> Forget Strictly or the EastEnders Christmas special, this holiday season is all about The Witcher, with the long-awaited prequel to the hit Netflix show set to premiere on Christmas Day. Blood Origin is set 11,000 years before The Witcher and depicts the events leading up to the conjunction of the spheres, including the creation of the first Witcher prototype. So grab your mince pies, gather the family and get cosy, because this doesn't look like one you'll want to miss. Seven warriors. Outcasts. Strangers to each other, bound together to fight an unstoppable empire. This is the future under the empire. We need to rise up. This has been the Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris.